Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to Dan's Miscellaneous Ramblings, episode 335. We, it's one of those days where I'm just sort of tired, so this is going to be a bit, bit lower energy of a show, probably, unless something strange happens. Well, we're going to cross that bridge when we burn it, you know? Speaking of burn, wow, such a good transition there. We're going to be talking about Prometheus. Now, if you don't know who Prometheus is, well, we're about to get into it, so stay for the podcast, I guess. So, Prometheus is a figure in Greek mythology, which I know technically it's slightly problematic sometimes to say mythology because there's some people that still practice it and that's a religion for them. But like it's widely known as Greek mythology, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that. But like I'm just pointing out that you know, eh. Prometheus, uh, who's what's um ancient Greek was also Prometheus, uh, which possibly meant forethought, but other people thought that his name uh, was was different um, because his brother uh, Epithem. Uh, Ep- Epimetheus denotes afterthought. Um, what's up? Hesychius of Alexandria gives uh, Prometheus the variant name of Ithys and adds whom others call Ithics and tra- describes him as the herald of the Titans. Um, but so it may be different readings of the same name. But whatever. It's also been theorized that it derives from the Proto-Indo-European root that also produces the Vedic Pramath to steal, hence Prometheus, meaning like thief, a cognate with Prometheus, the which we're going to talk about why he's a thief in just a sec. Um, the Vedic myth of uh, well, okay, we're going to talk about a story before we get into the Vedic myth for a sec. So. Basically, Prometheus is a titan, and the titans were like Greek gods, but less. They they weren't gods. They were there before the gods, I think. I don't know. I'm going to be real. I took ancient Greek and Roman religions, so I learned about how they worship the gods, but I didn't learn as much about the mythology. So, And I also never read a single Rick Riordan book. So, uh, anyway... Prometheus is best known for defying the gods by stealing fire from them and giving it to humanity in the form of technology, knowledge, and more generally civilization. In some versions of the myth, he's also credited with the creation of humanity from clay. Prometheus is known for his intelligence and for being the champion of humankind, and also generally seen as the author of human arts and successes. He is sometimes presented as the father of uh, Deucalion, who, the hero of the flood story, which we can get into that in just a sec. So Prometheus w- went up to the gods who had fire and said, I'm taking that. And then he did and brought it to humans. And then, but what happened to Prometheus? Cause you don't just spit in the face of the gods like that and have nothing happen. So the punishment for Prometheus as a consequence of the theft of fire and giving it to humans is a popular subject to both ancient and modern culture. Zeus, the king of the Olympian gods, sentenced him to eternal torment, Um, you know, like you may see in Christianity or whatever else. But this is a, a little bit different. He was bound to a rock and an eagle, the emblem of Zeus, was sent to eat his liver. Um... In ancient Greece, the liver was thought to be the seat of human emotions, which is just a kind of 
kind of fun fact. So it'd be kind of like how we in our culture think it's like the heart, even though it's the brain. It would be like if some anyway, his liver would then grow back overnight, only to be eaten the next day in an ongoing cycle. So he'd have to have his liver eaten for all of eternity. According to several major versions of the myth, no, most notably that of Hesiod, Hesiod, Prometheus was eventually freed by the hero. Okay, so there is debate on how to pronounce this, and here's why: most people would know know them as Hercules, because that's like the modern pronunciation. But really, it is pronounced Heracles in ancient Greek, and the distinction between Hercules and Heracles is that uh, ba- the main difference is Heracles has Hera in the name. Uh, basically, it means glory slash fame of Hera. Um, Hercules is the Roman mythology equivalent, uh, son of Jupiter rather than son of, uh, I believe, Zeus or son of yeah Zeus and Alcmene. So, I ref- I'm a hardcore Greek fan on this one, and I refuse to recognize Hercules because, especially since they movies and stuff put Heracles in the same place as like the Greek gods. Like it, it wasn't. It was Hercules was with the Roman ones. Heracles was with the Greek, and I'm, I just get, I get so upset. I get so sad. Um. So anyway, Heracles. Where was I? Anyway, Prometheus was eventually freed by the hero Heracles in several major versions of the myth. And yet more symbolism, the struggle of Prometheus is located at, by some at Mount Elbrus or at Mount Kazbek, two volcanic uh, promontories in the Caucasus Mountains, beyond which, for the ancient Greeks, lay the realm of the Barbari, which there's a lot of things there. Caucasus Mountains were just mountains, so basically some volcanoes in the mountains. The Barbari... Uh, that's just their word for barbarians or savage, which the te- technical definition of barbarian is someone who isn't of our culture, which shows you a, the a level of accept- acceptance they had that for them. In other myth, uh, or in another myth, sorry, Prometheus establishes the form of animal sacrifice practiced in ancient Greek religion. Evidence of a cult to Prometheus himself, though, is not widespread. Uh, so basically, they in ancient Greece they had all these cults to different people that were they were called the hero cults, and uh, one very very notable one was Heracles uh, because you know he was a pr- pretty good at being a, a hero. I believe uh, Theogenes had uh, or Theogenes had one. Um, but yeah, anyway, Perseus, what? Anyway, moving on. Uh, basically, these cults were, they were kind of worshipped like gods, but they weren't gods. It was recognized that they weren't gods, but they still had power from the afterlife. And like, if you didn't worship them well enough, they kind of got really, really mad. And then bad things happened, like plagues and floods and stuff. So you kind of had to um, have some people on that. He was a focus of religious activity mainly at Athens, uh, which is, you know, one of the best Greek city-states, um, where he was linked to Athena and Hephaestus, who were the Greek deities of creative skills and technology. Uh, Athena, you've probably heard of before, um, goddess of wisdom, warfare, and handicraft. And, like, so it's weird because Ares is the god of war, and she's the god of 
strategic war. Like, so, Ari, if you wanted to, like, butcher your enemies with a giant axe, you'd go to Ares. But if you wanted to, like, tactically win a battle, then that's Athena's realm right there. Um, so they they kind of they kind of interact in that one. Um, she's also apparently, uh, or she also is the reason that owls are considered wise because she just really liked owls, even though owls are not very smart. <laughs> in fact, they're one of the least intelligent birds of prey. But anyway, and Hephaestus is, Hephaestus, sorry, is the god of blacksmiths, metalworking, metallurgy, um, the that sort of thing, uh, craftsmen, carpenters. Uh, basically, he was he was the smithing god that made weapons for all the gods in Olympus. He served as the blacksmith of the gods and was worshipped in the manufacturing and industrial centers of Greece, particularly Athens. Um, so he was uh, uh, he was though uh, lame in one leg, I believe. Uh, and some people say it's a, re a result of a congenital impairment, but others say that it was by Zeus for protecting Hera from his advances, um, which, uh, you know, considering that he was either the son of Zeus or Hera, I could totally see that because either that's your mother or that's your mother, like your stepmother. And either way, you should not be doing that. In that case, the lameness would have been from the fall rather than the reason for it. Anyway, let's move on. In Western classical tradition, Prometheus became a figure who represented human striving, particularly the quest for scientific knowledge and the risk of overreaching or unintended consequences. In particular, he was regarded in the Romantic era as embodying the lone genius whose efforts to improve human existence could also result in tragedy. Mary Shelley, for example, gave the modern Prometheus as her subtitle to her novel Frankenstein. Um, which, so yeah, technically the full title of that is Frankenstein, the modern Prometheus, which I think is very cool. Side note about Frankenstein, because you know, it's how it's getting up to Halloween. It's uh, October 27th right now. And Frankenstein in Mary Shelley's book is the doctor, right? But like in a lot of people like Frankenstein's the doctor, not the monster, but Frankenstein the copyright, there's no copyright on it anymore. And some people have written stories where Frankenstein is the monster. So you can say that canonically Frankenstein is the monster or the doctor, unless you're specifically referring to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which I just think is pretty cool. So next time someone tells you that you're wrong for saying that, uh, tell them to suck it, I guess. <laughs> um, let's keep talking about Prometheus. Um, so yeah, so I w told you that I would talk about the Vedic myth. Um, the Vedic myth of fire theft by uh, Matari Svan, I believe is how you pronounce it, is, also, is an analog to the Greek account. Pramant was the fire drill, the tr tool to create fire. The suggestion that Prometheus was in the origin of the human inventor fire sticks from which fire is kindled goes back to Diodorus Siculus. Sicilus in the first century BC. Repre reference again to the fire drill, a worldwide primitive method of fire making using a vertical and horizontal piece of wood, uh, is how they'd produce fire by friction. There's lots of sources listed on the Wikipedia page, none of which I'm going to get into right now. Um, but 
it's had a whole bunch of uh it's had a lot a large impact on people so this is definitely one of those stories you need to read it's well not read but just know the general premise of it's kind of like how I think people should probably read a bunch of the Bible just because not because they should glean anything from it, but just because it's referenced so much, you might as well know it. There's lots of, which is probably a slightly sacrilegious thing for me to say, but also what are you going to do? Punch me? Like, (laughs) Oh, well, this is a podcast. Suck it. (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's that's a large part of Prometheus right there. Um, stole fire, eagles ate his liver as punishment, maybe freed by Heracles. Uh, and there's a lot more we could say about Heracles, about Hephaestus, about Athena, about all these different... Zeus, which I'm, I assumed you all knew what Zeus was, but, you know, god of thunder. Like, there's there's a lot to say. There's a lot to say about Prometheus and about all the figures surrounding him. Greek mythology is just an incredibly cool thing, just in general. I should see if there's any Prometheus jokes. Prometheus jokes. There's gotta be. The four plus best Prometheus jokes from upjoke.com. Alright, we got four. Let's hope the... Someone should make a food app named after Prometheus. He was the best of being delivered. I mean, I get, yeah, okay, sure. It's, oh, there it is. Okay. I was waiting for that to happen. All right, let's check, let's try a different one. Oh, wait, I understand it because the second one's the exact same punchline. Oh, but they did. They wrote it better. Why would Prometheus make a good postman? It involves a lot of delivering. It's deliver. I was thinking delivered fire, and I'm like, okay, I guess that. Would, but it's deliver. I feel very dumb right now. Um, are are all of these things delivered? Because the third one is what is his least favorite movie? Stand and deliver. Um. All right, the last one. Hello, nine one one emergency. Neighbors have sun fire dispatcher did you discover the fire no prometheus what does he have to do with this oh anyway i think it's time for the song that's been on my mind all episode after that very very mediocre point there and today's song that's been on my mind all episode is fire in the sky by christoph clover it depicts the it's basically a comprehensive history of our space uh spacefaring experience as humans it's very 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 good anyway i hope you all have a wonderful day join the discord it's linked in the description subscribe to my patreon do the do all the things listen on the podbean app because then you can join my live shows i hope you all have a wonderful day and i'll catch you all next time good